All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Major, and with the rest of the guys here at Popped Off, I'm excited to welcome you to num- episode number four of Phoenix Watch, that itty-bitty teeny-weeny show that's just entirely infatuated with the community around Ashes of Creation. Uh, today's going to be another kind of deep-dive interview into an actively recruiting guild. This time we'll be talking with Peach and Nerd Degree Burn, uh, both representing the Hounds, a multifaceted gaming community. Peach, how are you doing this? How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Really excited to be here. Thanks. Awesome. And you, nerd? Yeah, doing fantastic. It's fun with our um, time zone changes, so good to <laughs> finally get in touch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For those who don't know, we're both talking from the opposite end of the world. It is 7 a.m. for me, and I think it's like 11 p.m. for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We're upside down. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, which usually I jump straight into like guild and guild leadership, but th- this actually is a good topic. How... How have you guys felt like the OCE support has been? There's not a whole lot of you guys in Ashes Creation just yet. Yeah, so we're we're limited in what really we have access to at the moment. Basically, just going off podcasts, YouTube videos, whatever we can get our hands on. We've got a few bots that pull straight into our Discord and give us live updates all the time. So there's we get bits and bobs, but yeah, we see how we go. Yeah, are you guys ever able to catch the the live cast, like the actual devs, without having to stay up too late? Or I guess wake up too early. Yeah, so some of the guys in here, so we've got a mix between Americans and Australians. But yeah, we'll just watch the the VODs the next day mostly. That makes sense, yeah. I I know as far as like recruiting guilds, you've got like nearly 100 for NA, which makes sense. You've got roughly three-fourths of that for EU, and then yeah, like 12 OCE guilds. So I, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's one other guild that's similar size to us, and then the rest are really, really small guilds. So we're hoping that works as an advantage for us. Yeah, which I guess will bring me in. So something I've said in the other three, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to start getting comments and stop repeating it. When it comes to guilds, I, I know you and I, we were talking a little before the recording about how you have a very strong council and like officer group. However, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, a, a guild's generally going to be a dictatorship. There's just no way around a, a lack of a democracy when it comes to a guild. How, how are you guys kind of overcoming that? Well, um, a lot of our our community, I guess we call it a community. Um, so a lot of the people in our community do have a military background. So we do have a lot of strong voices. Um, so basically the way we work is a round table. So we have a set of elite that actually make the decisions as a council. And if that doesn't work, then we do have our leader who ultimately um, ends up making the final decision and the final call. So we do work really, really well together, but we do have that one person who can um, I guess, break the tie. So we're definitely not a dictatorship. I think, you know, to say that we have to run as that is, you know, a bit wrong. Yeah. I think yeah. the way the way we run this Discord is a sort of a precursor to what we're going to be doing in the um, games that we go on for the future. We have our own council that we take our decisions to. Mm-hmm. Um, we pull in people to our admin roles and to our community roles, and then we make decisions as a group. And basically, yeah, it normally goes to a vote. Okay. Well, in this case, it seems like I'm going to be very happy to be proven wrong. And uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, we hope so. <laughs> so how about for you two? What are your guys' experience with gaming? And how did you find your way into the Hounds? Because it's a very large community. Mm. So we've got 500 plus members at the moment, and we are growing really, really quickly. Um, my personal game experience probably isn't as varied as other guild leaders. I have been playing computer games and console games since I was really, really young, since my dad and older brother were both into them. But it wasn't until Skyrim came out, I think in 2011, which my husband introduced me to, 
that I really picked gaming up as a full-time hobby. Um, from there, I became heavily involved in games like Ark and Atlas. And so, of course, when ESO came out, I was really into that as well. Um, but I really enjoy the social aspect of gaming. So any games that I can play with other people as a big part of group, big a big group, then that's what I really play games for. Awesome. And uh, yeah, Skyrim pretty much ruined any chances I had at a college social life. So I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I lost half my life to it. <laughs> And is it sure. about the same kind of story, nerd? How about you? Um, yeah, so with me, it's a, a bit a bit different. I'm a heavy FPS sort of childhood, but I got into game journalism, and that's where I sort of developed all the uh, connections and a f- real more in-depth uh, understanding of games. Um, as for the Hounds, I joined up with part of the military group that was playing, um, and from there, that's when I joined the Atlas crew and Ark and all those games, um, especially New World. We had some heavy in, uh, influence into New World. And yeah, that's pretty much how I got into the Hounds. All right. I came through the Hounds through Ark about probably just over a year and a half ago. Um, so we we're playing on the same server in different tribes. And I was the leader of my tribe. And I just connected with the Hounds and went over and stayed ever since. <laughs> awesome. So it does seem like you guys' community is one that kind of captures a bunch of people, but they, they seem to enjoy calling that home. Yeah, yeah. we like to think so. <laughs> Yeah, so a, a quick backstory on what the Hounds were mm-hmm. is it was originally founded by a group of seven military servers, and from there we would they'd go through games and basically destroy clans and pick the best suited person from that clan to join the Hounds. So it was basically a we'll destroy you, take your best members, and grow from there. And it was a very like man and the dog eat dog world. Um, Savage. That's yeah. Very Roman. So from I there, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like oligarchy, autocracy. When we got into a bit more of this community side of the hounds and growing it more, we've opened up more and being a bit more int- like inclusive. So now it's started to actually grow a community rather than a group of people for a specific game. Now it's a community for all games. Do you guys think you're going to be taking some of that hardcore lifestyle into a little bit of AOC or is that a lot of that kind of watered down over the years? We definitely still have a lot of players that are very hardcore and will just do nothing but PvP. And that's what they're there for. And we love it. But then we also have members who all they want to do is the PvE side of things and they just want to build their little house and they want to farm and they just want to, you know, I guess, role play. Um, and again, we love it. Like we, we believe that we are as strong as each other. Um, everyone's welcome. Everyone's got their place and there's a place for everyone. So, yeah, I think um, we have a good mix of people. All right. And then, Nerd, I'm assuming with the FPS background, you're definitely going to be really, really hyped up for the PvP in Ash's creation. Yeah, 100%. Um, going from New World, which is just the most recent one we've been doing, mm-hmm. we heavily went into the PvP in there. Really loved it. So that's most what I'm keen for in Ashes, especially the the corruption side. I don't know if you um, we go into that much, but dealing with like bounties and things like that, that seems really cool. Yeah, especially with a guild this large. I know there's been some... Some talks, I'm, I'm of the thought that there's definitely going to be either A, guilds large enough, or B, guilds that will sell it as a service where they'll take you into a dungeon, let you kill yourself, and then you still get your gear with like no fear of losing anything as like, as like a service. So I could definitely see large guilds having a bit of a pretty much join guilds people. You guys are going to have such an incredible head start in this game if you join a big guild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, coming from the FPS side then as well, are you super hyped up for the style of combat? Did you ever get a chance to play any of the uh, Apocalypse to kind of get a a taste of what the combat might be in AOC? 
No, I haven't actually had a chance to jump into it yet, but mostly just the the VODs and that that have come out look pretty much incredible. Like if it if it holds up to what I've seen so far, I think it's going to be crazy. Yeah, and are, are you in about the same boat, Aqua? Or are you a bit more of the casual uh, PvE player or are you hardcore PvP as well? I definitely wouldn't say I'm a hardcore PvP. I definitely will join along if, say, example, nerds going out to PvP, I'll definitely join him. But I have, I'm probably more behind the scenes, um, you know, kind of helping everyone, a bit more PvE. But I still do enjoy a lot of PvE. Uh, moving a little bit away from the combat side into more of, like, the economy side, uh, what are the Hound's plans as far as trying to, like, min-max the different professions and supporting, not, not of course, just your guild and community, but, like, surrounding nodes with, with your outreach? Yeah, so I think a big part of what we want to do is basically provide the best node for everyone around. So we want to be as, like, it's going to be low taxes. It's going to be welcoming. Everyone's going to be welcome. We're going to be developing basically what we need for the community because we want to grow again. So it's, this is just another opportunity for us to grow. So yeah, Being kind of those mid-max, like, hardcore players, like, with your roots, does that mean that there's also a chance if somebody comes in, builds their house in the node run by you, if you guys know that there's a dungeon that's just underneath your node and you really kind of want it, are you going to be trying to like maybe de-level your node for a short time so you can run that content and then level it back up? Or is it pretty much where, where you set your uh, flag is going to be kind of be home and you're going to try to keep that up as long as you possibly can? Yeah, it, it's a tough one at the moment, not knowing how it's actually going to plan out in the end. Um, but hounds in general, what we usually do is we hold a spot and we hold it forever. So possibly down that track, but it's all open to what the game turns out to be in the end. Yeah. Okay, that, that that adds up with what a lot of other people have said. There's been a few people who are like, no, nah, it doesn't really matter the carrot, but it for most, it really depends on what that carrot is. If it's something mm. real good, yeah. like if it's like a dragon egg, you might be like, yeah, I think we're going to go get that, boys. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never say never, but we're never going to back down from a fight. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Of course, with the size of your community, and I'm sure you guys are hoping to go hard at AOC, for those who don't know, there are guild limit sizes, uh, and I think it's 60 and then goes up to 300, depending on where you put your skill tree, because each guild has a skill tree. Are you guys going to be trying to min-max that with multiple guilds, or just kind of like everybody in as, in as few guilds as possible? Yeah, we really need to see what our final number is going to be like on the day. Um, but if it's similar to what um, New World come out was, in New World we had um, three different guilds full of 50 people each. That worked really well. We had like leaders for each one, but honestly, probably min max is probably going to be our best bet. Mm. It will be a yep. council decision at the end of the day, though. So sure. we will yep. have to wait to see what the game actually comes out with, and then we'll vote on it. Let's say you guys do go with the smaller guild style, similar to New World, just as a fun what if. Are you guys going to do a uh, like different thematic breakups? So like, if you really want PvP, this is a small guild for you. If you really want to just craft this one, etc. And then, of course, everybody being part of the Hound community. Hmm. That definitely sounds like something we would do. But we also want everyone pulling their weight as well. So we want the PvP people protecting the PvE people. We want the PvE people supporting the PvP people and helping to provide them with what they need to actually keep us safe. Yeah, and that's something I've really enjoyed with uh, what I've seen from AOC. I know there's a lot of conversations out there, people going, well, I, my, my PvP build and my PvE build are two different things. I don't think that'll be the case. It, it, it seems like everything's yeah. very intertwined. So, mm. yeah, for sure, your, 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 your top-tier raiders are going to have to work with your, your best arena players, to put it in WoW terms. Yeah. yeah. Well, as far as, like, 
the map and everything. Let's assume that the map doesn't change. Do you guys have a rough idea of the region or even the type of node that you might be wanting to take care, take a hold of? Uh, this is a tough one. Yeah, traditionally, um, Hounds have always liked to play in those harder to live areas. So we were thinking about somewhere mountainous, especially because we weren't leaning towards playing a, a Dwarven node. But yeah, anything can change. We have a few people saying they want to go in industries or science, but yeah, we just kind of have to wait and see at the end of the day. Yeah. On those same lines is we, we want to hold the node for as long as we can sort of thing. Yeah. So we want to make sure that basically we, because we have the numbers, we're probably looking good for a vote or a buy-in. So mm. that could influence some of our decisions. Yeah, for sure. I, I can definitely, yeah, it, it's going to be kind of a repeated theme. Join a guild, people. Just, just do it. Yeah, it's funny that you guys mentioned like dwarf in the mountains. The uh, my last episode, I, I interviewed with the lords of Dune here, who are Duneheim. I am forgetting their name. That I'm a horrible, horrible host. <laughs> but uh, they're an all dwarven role play guild for NA. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of serendipitous that that's what you guys chose, which kind of leads me into the next. Is that the architectural aesthetic that you're going to kind of try to push for? Or are you more looking to like whatever happens happens? And a lot of people just decide to roll elf on the day of launch. So be it. I think I we're think- definitely looking towards the Dwarven build. Um, I'll t- hand over to you, Aqua. Yeah, so we do have a lot of people that expressed that they do like the role play, the Dwarf builds. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, the architectural designs do look absolutely amazing. Um, but we haven't settled on anything. We do have to wait for the, the alphas to come out till we can actually see their strengths and weaknesses. I know for me, I'm really excited to see what happens with the Dwarves because AOC is one of the very, very few games that uh, has a tropical dwarf. And I ran that in a Dungeons and Dragons game years ago. I ran it as like a Hawaiian style dwarfs because it's like, what if dwarves were in a volcano? And how about yeah. that volcano's not in the middle of a mountainous region? That'd be nice. So Hawaii. It's great. Yeah. It's like a big forge. And it, it was just, it was a lot of fun to play then. It's kind of nice to see, see it here. The little kid in me is like, yay, I was smart. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm excited to see Anything what- is possible. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what, so- uh, with that, do you guys have a lot of like people very interested in the seafaring and, and venturing far out? Or do you think you're going to take one little corner and just that's your corner? If individual people want to go out and explore, they can, of course. But like this is the hound's corner. We're definitely going to hold our ground. So in that mountainous, dwarven mountains, um, we're probably going to look at holding and like keeping that. But we're definitely known for basically being an arms supplier. So we do take orders and deliver. So the caravanning is going to be a very high um, impact for us as well. Um, so yeah, seafaring definitely on, on the boards. Okay, so it sounds like you might already have a plan for what economy you're going to try to min-max the most, which would be arms, so siege weapons and armor and weapons. Possibly, yeah. We yeah still have to dive way more into it to really find out what we're going to do, but yeah, it's on the cards. Awesome, that's good to know. Yeah, so does that also mean that you guys are going to be trying to go for one of those castles in the uh, in the campaign as well, or just kind of depending on its map, if it, if it happens to be nearby, you might take it over? I think it's probably going to be our end goal. I don't know about you, Aqua. Yeah, I definitely gonna, want a castle. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, like, holding our own mountain raid would be cool, but if we can hold a castle for as long as we can, like, I think that's that's end goal. <laughs> yeah. I know I, I, it happened to come up in the last episode too, so I might as well ask you guys uh, for the castle aesthetics. I think... So far, we've seen like some hints of other racial styles, but in game, we've only seen like the traditional medieval human castle setup. Are you guys hoping for like 
the castle to change based on what race the majority is? Or are you kind of hoping for, like, let's say there's a dwarven castle in the, in the mountains, there's a human castle out in the plains, like racially distinct castles, but if you take it over, it's kind of just like squatting there. What are you guys kind of hoping for? Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. Like, the the just the buildings themselves look amazing per the mm-hmm. racial. Um, so, yeah, I'd definitely be keen for that. Yeah, it would be nice if you had a a castle that suited your the rest of your style of your guild for such a large guild are there any like anything like like guild halls or any other tools that you're kind of really hoping aoc uh puts in but also like kind of really polishes out in a way that you haven't seen with other games just yet or like maybe from a game that you really enjoyed and that you would like to see carried over into aoc yeah, that's a tough one. Like, I think this is the reason I'm so keen on Ashes is because it's just such a big scope and it covers so many different MMOs and brings them all into the one game. But I think it's just going to hopefully polish off the best parts of every different MMO. And mm. I think, yeah, that's really what we're hoping for. Yeah. So. We were big um, investors. I don't, I don't even want to say it, but we were big investors in Chronicles of Illyria. So when that fell through... Um, we saw Ashes as almost a replacement for that. So we will be taking in some of our game plan for that. But obviously the mechanics of the game is very different. So, yeah. I, I think we touched on it a little bit um, for node preference. You guys think you said you're going to go maybe scientific or oh, I forget. Which um, one. I, I think economic is what you buy into. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's all going to depend on what we want. Like we love the military trial ball combat, but it is such a just up in the air male a mayoral is that the word um yeah it's, it's just such an easy <laughs> thing to lose <laughs> um mm-hmm. but it, it might influence what we're going to choose yeah. yeah as far as that node obviously you guys are going to be trying for a, a max level node and uh nice mm-hmm. big healthy cities uh how large would you like to see the guild and then eventually your territory grow are you guys going to go for like that full if not world domination at least like country size domination or is it are you gonna be happy with like your node and its surrounding nodes and that's kind of it yeah no i think we're definitely the bigger the better we we want to grow as big as we can possibly yeah so kind of in that and also kind of bringing in some of that role play do you guys already have other guilds that you might be talking about or talking to as far as alliances or just setting up and building up narratives to help get uh to kind of kickstart the uh, the launch yeah, so like you said, in the OC, there isn't a lot of other guilds. Um, we haven't been advertising a lot at this stage. We're just starting to get into it um, for recruitment. Um, we haven't been approached by anyone. We are definitely open to alliances. But yeah, there's it's slim pickings. Which I, I guess kind of brings me, if, if we don't see a huge uptick in OCE players, is there a chance that you guys are going to be trying to like bite that bullet, play with Terrible Ping and move the NA just for the player? Yeah, we do have a lot of American players in our Discord and we do like playing with Americans because they work on a different time zone to us. So it kind of keeps someone online at all times and we help protect each other. Um, we've played on NA servers before and the ping hasn't been, you know, a massive deal breaker for us. So we are open to it. We were going to play um, on an NA server in Chronicles of Illyria. So we are definitely open to playing on with NA. Okay, so that's that's good. So for anyone listening, they'll be able to know that, yes, you guys are an OCE server or a guild. However, there's a good chance that you might just roll NA. So 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And we, we do, like, if, if someone's from America and they want to come join us, more than welcome. So I guess besides all of that, what exactly do you guys think you're, or I guess you personally, what are you guys most looking forward to as far as Ashes of Creation? Oh, I think it's just really exciting um, to have the opportunity to influence the map and the economy with the node style. Yeah, I think I think it's just something that's completely different to what we've seen in other MMOs. And I'm just really excited to see how it comes out with the alpha. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Like, that node changing the actual game, like the, the lore of the game just by taking nodes and yeah degrading other nodes is going to be amazing but um on top of that yeah of course the pvp caravanning all that stuff is just looking amazing at the moment for me Mm. of course with you guys being so excited for the caravanning and the pvp does that mean the hounds will definitely be trying to siege other nodes or is it more of a you can come hire us to do it as long as you're, you're like not necessarily being the instigators we'll more than likely be um yeah open for hire um, but yeah, you never know what we, what the game turns out to be basically. Yeah. We never back down from a fight. So if someone <laughs> tries to antagonize us, we'll definitely be right there waiting. Yep. Nice. I like to hear that. So yeah. it does sound like if somebody is joining the game, whether they're super hardcore or very casual, only logging in. Well, I, actually, I guess that, that brings me to an excellent question before I just assume, do you guys have a minimal login requirement for the guild? I know a couple have had that already. Yeah, no. So the Hounds is a really diverse group of players. Like I said earlier, some are really hardcore PvP, hardcore PvPers, um, and others just want to PvE and just do their own thing. Um, and we support everyone's chosen play style. We work together as a team. Um, so if you want to log in once a week because that's all you have time for, that's more than fine. Just make that one time a week your thing. Yeah, not a problem. And uh, is that about match up with what you were thinking as well, nerd? Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely online what I'm thinking. Um, the the only thing that will come down to is when we get into those sieges, the battles that are mm. limited numbers, um, it's obviously going to be our best, most elite people going forward. Yeah. Okay, so you're, you're free to be casual, but hey, if we're in danger, please come help us. Yeah. Sounds yeah. bad, right? Yeah, we don't For want sure. someone obviously to log on casually and just kind of use all our resources and not kind of give anything in return. Um, but someone who's casual, who pulls their weight and really contributes to the guild um more than welcome all right yeah so that's actually a little different i know besides of course the role-playing guild too they're they're hungry for anybody they can get and if you guys are being dwarves i should put you in touch (laughs) yeah (laughs) we're gonna be on the same server for sure yeah yeah uh but i know for the other two guilds that i've talked to so far they're going really hardcore they're saying like yeah if you're not going to log in at least two or three times a week please find another home so it does sound like they might be able to find one with the hounds where they can come in hey if you can only log in once a week as long as you're like chopping wood for the node or something to, to help yeah. out yeah which yeah yeah that, that sounds fair yeah yeah we're definitely we're definitely life first in the hounds yeah we, we, we are a community group of like parents mm. just military service like all different parts of life so we know everyone's has their own life so definitely life comes first and then we get into it obviously this is the main focus of this episode was Ashes Creation, which we covered pretty good. But for the Hounds itself, uh, what other kind of games do you guys play? And of course, any other kind of events that you might try to do as like one large community? Oh, God, we do everything, to be honest. So we sure. are we are a multi-gaming community, which means that we aren't a community for a single game. We're a community for many different games. Um, we have people, including Nerd and myself, who are Twitch streamers. We have people doing YouTube. We have... Um, a website up and coming so 
we are doing a lot of really, really great things. Um, and we're just, we're just getting bigger. Yeah, 100%. Um, New World's definitely going to be a kickoff point for us and that'll yeah. be a, a tester for Ashes for sure. Um, a huge, huge recruiting system, yeah. New World is. As you guys mentioned, it actually brings me to my next question perfectly. One for testing, about how many of you guys uh, would you say are already in the alpha or beta access? Alpha 2 at least. Gosh, uh, we, we definitely have less than we'd like. Um, there are a few sure. trying to get into it, but yeah, definitely. We have a couple in there. Uh, not as many as we'd like. <laughs> Does that carry over into the beta as well, or are you a bit more diverse as far as the beta goes? Uh, a bit more diverse, but yeah, still limited. And then, uh, as you mentioned, you and Aqua are both streamers. Uh, I know that that's definitely a point of contention with AOC players. There's honestly, I, I haven't seen it like this in, in a long time, where like a lot of AOC players would be happy with like streaming being banned, if if not at least like completely separate realms where streaming can't happen. I'm assuming obviously you guys are okay with streaming. What a, what exactly would be your rules concerning a streamer wanting to join? Yeah, well, it, we're obviously pro streamers. Um, what's the major contention with that with streamers being involved? Uh, a lot of it would, it, I'd say most of it came by after the Lazy P on video, when it went from a couple of people that might have 1,000 people following them at best to Asmongold Summit. I mean, massive, massive communities who. At any point in time, like people will, like Asmongold, he'll openly admit he gets carried through just about anything he wants, mm. just because of his community. So that's, that's it's kind of a a bit of a fear is that they'll come in and just dominate a node just yep. through the power of their personality. Mm. Uh, yeah, me yeah. personally, yeah. If, if you're gonna dominate, if you're gonna take over a node, you're gonna have a strong personality with or without streaming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. That's definitely something we've run into before. Um, Atlas was a big contender for that. Um, you've got those those huge streamers, the summits, the um, I think was it Blue, I forget his name, but yeah, he basically would just have his thousand minions make him a ship, go and crash it, and then just go back and get another one. Where we're grinding out like hours and hours every day trying to make one ship, and he just has them like bouncing in. It's it's a hard one because it's especially with the um, the vast numbers of the like that different communities, it sort of combats that as well. So I don't know, I'm, I'm open to it. Mm. Obviously, we don't have streamers um, within the house community of that level where they've got thousands and thousands of people watching them. Um, but we use our streaming as a promotion for our community. So we do want people um, streaming that and advertising it for us. So we, we're not going to say no. So long as they're not giving away any of our closely guarded secrets, then, yeah, we're for it. All right. And, yeah, I guess that was going to be my next question as far as rules for streamers that are in the community. Uh, generally, I, I would assume they're the uh, they're the basic ones. Stream on a delay during the PvP fights. Don't mm -hmm. stream our our dirty laundry stuff like that. That's yep. it. Yeah. Coming from that military background, with a lot of the members in here, we definitely have that sort of opsec, like operation security um, part. We definitely, when we go into our battles and things, we'll go into a private channel, private Discord, all that sort of stuff. So it's we're definitely guarded in that sense. Um, and yeah, we'll definitely be the same with streamers. All right, so I should not post your battle maps to the transcript on this episode. <laughs> no. You'd have to find them first. <laughs> Fair enough. And I guess that's, that's actually a, another good uh, question. As far as when it comes to like infiltrating other, uh, other communities, other guilds, I, I know a, a huge excitement point for a lot of people is the option for spies and, of course, having spies in your guild. Do you guys kind of have a system that you might be working on for either or? To deal to with that or... 
yeah uh, so like okay are you spying for the other guild and then of course if you're sending out your own people that might be like like it, it would be hugely beneficial if you had a streamer in another guild that was like oops i accidentally turned the delay off boss i'm sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> these things are definitely gonna happen so yeah yeah no it, like playing these massive like atlas arc all those games that are very heavily depended on p trust and not being incited um mm -hmm. We're, we're we're guarded with who we let into our inner circles, um, but yeah, we definitely um, we're, we're definitely not doing it ourselves. The hands are sort of we represent ourselves as sort of straightforward. Not we're not going to get down and dirty with the the rest of the gangs if they start doing dirty tricks. We we're trying to uphold who we are, so I think we're definitely going to try and keep the straight and narrow. But I can I can see the advantage of doing yeah. it. All right, and Peach, I, I guess you, you kind of just agree with across the board with all of that. Yeah, so uh, I think that the hounds itself. So we've got we've got the hounds gaming community, and then we've got the hounds who are basically the people we trust to let into our inner circle. So I think those people are definitely going to be a bit more, um, you know, letting on the plans and stuff. We do keep our cards very close to our chest. If we do have people that are trying to get into the, the guild to try and spy on us and all this kind of thing. Good luck because, you know, <laughs> we do have, most of us do have a military background. We're, we're pretty smart, um, you know, tooting my own horn. But, yeah, I, don't, I, I reckon I'd have a pretty tough time. All right, right on. So that does sound good. It sounds, uh, it, it's better than like, yeah, we're kind of hungry for officers. So anyone who wants to join, like you guys already have that established base. So it's. I won't say it's not possible or not impossible, but it does definitely seem less likely that somebody might be able to like tear you apart from the inside. Yeah. yeah like we, we, we definitely already have our leadership set up. We have a council. We have who we're taking into battle with us. Um, mm -hmm. But we are open for anyone to join and people can make those, those positions, but it, yeah, it will take time and trust basically. Sure. And as a disclaimer, I major real and completely impartial to all of it. I just want to see the, the narratives unfold. Consider me a, a nice reporter on the side. <laughs> but yeah, I I can't think of too many more questions that we haven't covered. Do you guys have anything that uh, you feel we haven't covered yet that you'd like the people out there to know? No, I think that covers most of what we're, we're after, yeah. Yeah, just, I'm happy. Just that we're open to taking on people. Yeah. Come put your work in and gain our trust. Watch this space. <laughs> yeah. Well, for everybody out there, if you guys enjoyed the episode, I know I, I definitely enjoyed uh, hanging out with Peach and Nerd Degree Burn. Uh, I mean, the Hound sounds like an awesome community. If whether you're hardcore or softcore, that's that came out wrong. Uh, <laughs> if you did enjoy the episode, though, please uh, consider leaving us a five star review on any platform that you found us. And you can always find a written transcript with links to everything that you need to join the Hounds and learn more about them at our website, poppedoff.com. As well as you can always reach out to Twitter at popped underscore off or my personal one at Mazreel GG. Thank you guys and have a great day.